Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I'll be your host today. I am so excited to have you back for episode five. We're going to call this the Bounce Back 2.0. First things first, as always, I hope that you are having a phenomenal day. I hope that you are feeling good, and I hope that you are practicing gratitude because that's what it's all about. So usually I get into the episode by giving you a quick recap of what we talked about last time. In episode four, we took a deep dive into how after I thought I had bounced back from most of my financial tragedies, one more hit, I ended up getting garnished by my student loan providers and it was devastating. So we talked about how that came about and we talked about how dramatic it was for that stage in life, right? You ever just feel like you got it all together and then something else comes along and it's like, wow, if it's not one thing, it's another. So we dove deep into that story. And what I want to talk about today is what happened after the garnishment. What did I learn from that garnishment? What did I learn from that experience, right? I told you guys that I was traveling for work during the time. So the garnishment didn't impact me as severely as it would under normal circumstances. Say I had to pay all of my bills as normal, that garnishment would have absolutely killed me. And it would have killed the progress that I made in my financial journey. So with that being said, it was only a blessing from God that I was traveling at that time and that I was able to at least make the rent at my apartment. I cut the cable. I never used the electricity. And so it was the silver lining of the situation. But I was still in heavy survival mode because I still had to figure out how to navigate a year of being garnished $1,000 a month. That's a lot of money. So from that, obviously, during that year of being garnished, I thought of ways that I could come back from this and be stronger and be smarter and not have to go through anything like that again. I had already gone through several financial tragedies. You guys know I ruined my credit. I almost got evicted. I couldn't get into any apartment that I wanted to live in. So now the garnishment just felt like another thing that was standing in my way. And I very much vocalized that. I very much felt like I was in a hole. I felt sorry for myself. I was like, oh, this, this year is going to take forever to go by because I'm getting garnished. And I was annoying myself, to be honest. It was just really annoying to see myself in that state of doubt, essentially. I doubted myself because something bad happened 
And as I'm trying to get out of it and move forward from it, I'm just really not embodying the mindset that it takes to overcome something that huge, something that major in your life. So this is where I started to realize that my attitude and my mindset was not where it needed to be in several areas, right? I realized that I was actually speaking negativity over my situation. I never, I not once said to myself, you'll get past this. You'll overcome it. You'll be okay. You'll learn better manage, better money management skills. You will make it out of this. Okay. And be, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I was not speaking to myself in that way. And I'm sure lots of you could relate. I was speaking to everyone else in that manner. I was telling everyone else, like, you'll be fine. It's okay. While I was going through my storm, I was assuring other people that they would be okay in their storm. Okay. So when it all boils down to it, I had to have a mindset reset, if that makes sense. I had to reset my mindset to believe that I was going to be able to overcome this and be successful. And to be honest, it probably took that year to turn my mindset around. Now, I wasn't a negative person per se, right? Most of the time I'm rainbows and cupcakes, but I'm also from New York City. So don't get it twisted, right? I don't take no shit from nobody at the end of the day. However, for the most part, I'm this positive being and I've always been that way. But in this situation, because it felt like so much, I truly took that on and wore it and did not speak the life into my situation that I should have been. This is where I discovered manifestation. Now, I want to be very clear. Manifestation is a new word everybody's using. It's the vibe. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to manifest the life that I want. And I love that. But that word wasn't cool back when I was going through this. So what I said was I was going to pray and I was going to put only positive energy into the universe as it relates to me, to myself. I wasn't just going to pray for my family and friends. I wasn't just going to pray for other people in my circle that I felt like needed my prayers. I was going to include myself in those prayers. I was going to ask God for peace, joy, clarity, financial abundance, anything under the sun you could think of that would position you to live a good life. I asked God for that. And I sat Let me be clear. I was laying on my living room floor one night. (laughs) Yes, I lay on my living room floor. It's super comfortable. And if you haven't, you should try it. And if you do, you're my people. But I was laying on my living room floor and I was staring at the ceiling and the ceiling fan is going. And I think there was an episode of Friends playing in the background. For those of you who know me, you know, Friends is my favorite show. (laughs) And it just hit me that I wasn't speaking positivity into my own life. And that needed to change immediately. I mean, like that night, there are a lot of moments in my life that I feel like fall on you like a ton of bricks. I just had a conversation with a friend the other night and she mentioned how 
this revelation or this idea fell on her like a ton of bricks and I couldn't relate to something more. It hits you so hard when you realize where you've been messing up, where you realize the areas of improvement in your life. It hits you hard. And I had to sit down and look in the mirror and look at myself and say, Candace, you are not putting in the energy that it takes to overcome this situation. You might be putting in the work, but your energy is off. I had to have a conversation with myself and I had to be transparent with myself and I had to be raw with myself. Any of my friends will tell you, I will let them know if they're doing wrong, if they're not doing right. But I was so embarrassed at my situation that I think maybe one or two of my friends knew what was going on with me. I didn't even want anybody to know that after I got this beautiful apartment downtown, this new vehicle, this great job, that I still couldn't manage money. I still couldn't manage money. And the lesson here is that it doesn't matter how much money you make. I know people that make six, seven figures who can't manage money. And I know people that make $40,000 who live rich. They know how to manage their money, period. So I was embarrassed that after all of this time and all of these things that I've struggled through, that I still could not manage my money correctly. So I cried. I cried and cried and cried. I prayed and prayed and prayed. And something told me to write down my goals. Just write them down. A random notebook. It wasn't even a pretty notebook. I think it was one of those like 10 cent notebooks you get at Walmart when the school supply... uh, When the school supplies are back, it was like this 10 cent notebook. I just opened it to the first page and I just started writing down my goals. This was my first ever vision board, so to speak. And if you know me, you know that not only do I host vision board events, but I'm a firm believer that vision boards absolutely elevate your situation in every sense of the word. So I started this vision board, quote unquote, and I started to look at it every day. I started to say like, these are my goals and I can accomplish them. All I need to do is remove the roadblocks, right? What's the real problem here? What's the real issue? What is the core issue here that I need to identify to move forward? It was simple. It was my mindset. Because I told you guys, I was making decent money. I was living in the apartment I wanted to live in, but I let that garnishment completely take over and cloud everything that I had achieved so far. So you got garnished, right? Present day in my thirties, it's like, I don't even, it doesn't even matter to me. It's something that doesn't affect me today, right? And if you knew that something you were going through wasn't going to affect you two or three years later, five years later down the line, you wouldn't stress over it so much, but I was stressed out. And I wasn't practicing the right mindset. I wasn't speaking positivity over my life and my situation. So though that is the day and the month that I realized what manifesting was. And I wrote things down like, I want my own home. I want a better car, a more reliable car. I want a 750 credit score. I was like, look, God, I'm not asking for a perfect credit score. I just want 750. You know what I mean? Like, let me get that. I manifested the life that I wanted. 
And let me just be honest, manifestation is something that happens all throughout your life. Think about when you accomplish a goal. Many of the women who are who relate to this podcast, we crush a goal and then what? We set another goal and crush that goal too. It's never, oh, I'm totally satisfied with life right now and I'm just not going to go hard anymore. It's never that. You're always going to go hard. You're always going to set more goals. You're always going to continuously evolve. You're going to continuously improve. That's who we are as money mindset queens, period. So as I began to write these things down, I went to work and I started to print off pictures of houses that I wanted to live in. I started to print out the type of cars that I wanted, just photos. And I started to hang these things up all around my apartment. I started to write myself notes on post-its. And sticking them to my bathroom mirror. So every morning when I came into the bathroom to wash my face, shower, and get ready, I saw those goals. I saw those manifestations. I saw what I wanted my life to be like. And this was the game changer. Believing in myself completely changed everything. I didn't even realize that I wasn't believing in myself. If you would have asked me, I had the right attitude, I had the right mindset, the situation was wrong. When in fact, it was reverse. The situation was fine. I didn't have the right mindset for the situation. I didn't have that hustler, overcomer, that's not a word, but whatever. I didn't have that energy. And when I started to practice gratitude every morning, got up thanking God for every last thing I had, looking at my post-it notes with my goals written on them, looking at my quote unquote vision board and my little raggedy notebook, I would have never made it to where I'm at today. Present day, if I look to my right, (laughs) there's a wall full of goals, full of prayers. They're here in my office for me to look at on a very regular basis. There are pictures of vehicles I want to drive. There are pictures of the next home that I would like to buy. And there's just random goals written down everywhere because you need to see them. But more than that, you need to believe that you can achieve them. I I didn't believe in myself. And if you meet me today, you would think to yourself like, wow, you had this huge moment of insecurity. If you look at me today and ask me any, there's nothing I can't do. There's nothing I can't accomplish. There's no goal that I can't crush. But back during that time, I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I had the skill set or the abilities to move forward. So I kept revisiting my goals. One of those goals was a career goal. Make more money. That's my mantra. I know I talk a lot about saving and I talk a lot about budgeting and all of that. But at the end of the day, we all need to make more money. Whether you start a business, whether you get a raise or a promotion at work, whether you start you start a passive income a stream of income such as you know selling something online etc cetera, etc cetera. we all need more money right and that's just the bottom line so career growth was part of that people could say that money doesn't motivate them and to be honest in in my role and what and what I do it's not about the money i'm completely fulfilled i love what i do But like I mentioned in episode four, God wants us to live in abundance. 
God doesn't want the bare minimum for us. He wants us to live in abundance. He wants us to use our gifts and our talents to create abundance. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I know all of you are going to do. So the message I want you to leave with today is in order for you to accomplish a goal, whether it's financial, whether it's uh, romantic, whether it's career, whether you're working on your relationship with God, you have to believe that you can accomplish that goal. I know most of y'all listening can pour and pour and pour into others' cups. I know it. I know it. I can feel it. Who is pouring into your cup? Who? Please tell me, please take out a piece of paper right now and tell me who is pouring into your cup. And you know what? Many of us are blessed with people who will pour into our cup, but we need to pour into our cup. We need to believe that we can achieve these goals. We need to believe that we can get into that five, six or seven bedroom house. We need to believe that we can drive that luxury vehicle. We need to believe it deep down inside or else it doesn't matter who believes in you. They're irrelevant. Once you see that light in yourself, once you see that you can accomplish the hard things, that's when the level up happens. That's when the glow up happens. When you make yourself a priority, that's when it all falls into place. So we're going to continue to talk about what that looks like for me and for you. I'm going to go into the four pillars that I set all of my goals around because I want you guys to adopt that mentality as well. I want you to create pillars of life that you set your goals around so that you can achieve them. So where if you are a money mindset queen, and you do not have a notebook, a vision board, a plan, something that says your goal, something that shows you your goals. I need you to do that. I need you to get her done. Go to the Dollar Tree, get some scissors, some magazines, a poster board, some post-it notes, some pretty pens, and write down your goals. And every night, say it to yourself that you can achieve these goals. Write yourself post-it notes and put them on the bathroom mirror. Okay, outline these goals. Then make a plan. Make a plan to achieve those goals. That's the only way we're going to get there. People say things all the time and they set goals all the time, but they don't make a plan. You got to make a plan. And we're going to dig into that as well, right? Sure, I wrote all these goals down, but what, what is the plan? How am I going to get there? That's part of it. But step one is believing in yourself and believing that you can achieve the goal. So I'm going to leave you with that today. And I pray that this episode, I pray that you leave this episode feeling lighter, giving yourself a little bit more grace and understanding that you can have it all, that you do have the tools, the resources and the skill set to accomplish all of the goals that you want to. And I thank you. Thank you so much for joining me again. I can't wait to catch up with you guys on episode six. Have a wonderful rest of your day or rest of your evening. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. 
You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.